Does that work? That might work. It's, oh, it's working. Great. Okay. Super. Yeah. <laughs> so nice to meet you. It is nice to meet you. Um, you might hear me yell at my cats. Um, everybody I, knows I, I have cats. <laughs> you, you, you might hear me yell at my children. Um, <laughs> so I'm. this is my glamorous, like, you know, new podcast location, which is my mm. daughter's bedroom. You can see the bunting and the various animal, you know, things around. Um, so, yeah, this is... Uh, this is the glamour, the glamour of like the AEW fandom, um, and I'm loving your, uh, I'm loving your jersey. That's awesome. Ah, oh, yes. It's my Kenny a, Omega. Oh yeah, I love Kenny. I've got my, I've got my Brody Lee, on there, as well. I can only, I can only see your background, like the background oh. effects. I can't actually see you. Oh, how, <laughs> oh, that's so odd. Oh, that's really, really strange because I've got um. So on my screen, I've got both myself, like the two versions of myself. I've got... Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I changed on the phone. So I'm good. I see you now. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Never... I, now, I now feel I've got to prove that my Brody Lee thing was true. So there's... <laughs> there's... <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah. Wow. Nice to meet you. Um, what well, a surreal, a surreal thing because... Um, <laughs> Like I've been really, uh, I was I was trying to think about this. I think I I originally joined Twitter, like maybe I don't know, maybe six years ago, to thank um, my local like road recovery services when I broke down, like on a motorway, and then I just left it for five years, and then I started <laughs> using it for work, and then somebody tagged me in a post about wrestling on my work account and I was like oh god can't have these worlds crossing over you know <laughs> must not cross the streams so I created you know my anonymous one that I use for my EW uh you know fanboy account um so yeah it's it's I think I'm sure you were one of the very first people that I followed um oh. <laughs> so yeah just, yeah just wrestling in cats basically yeah yeah <laughs> no I love it listen I I love this the the kind of I'm basically like on Twitter to to like vent steam, you know, and so, and I, I get I guess this is why I, I'm kind of so excited, nervous and excited as well to meet, like all these people that I feel like I've got these little insights like into your like life through the like shared love of wrestling, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I, I just had this I just had this thought the other day, like why don't you like reach out to some some people that that you think might be interested in cataloging their love of AEW for posterity um so it's it's awesome to yeah it's awesome to meet you Jay thanks thanks it's really great to meet you too um I, I get a little nervous so sorry. me too oh me too <laughs> listen I, I I'm I'm super nervous um oh. yeah I'm really really nervous um so yeah it's, it's funny like I, I think you might you might have said you would do I saw you were on a university campus and things like that and some of your tweets mm -hmm. and that's that's what I do you know I'm a university lecturer um but the the sort of like performing part of my job that's something that mm -hmm. I've had to learn like um I'm I was like a really bad promo when I started my job <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm one of these people that I, I'm not still not a very good promo but oh. like you know I, I just kind of like have to keep myself in check I'm probably the big cast of the wrestling world. 
I'm definitely not Enzo, that's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, um, I don't really do speaking or anything. Like I do work at a, at a, at a school, but I work in the finance department. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I do not interact with other people and it's a joy. <laughs> like this lockdown actually has not impacted um, a lot of my day-to-day -day life because I'm pretty um, boring. <laughs> actually. Um, so the biggest thing I honestly miss is just whenever I can go to Target and just walk around and like, is that, that's it. Is, is that's Target it. like, uh, is that like clothes or something? It's, um, it's a, like a department store, almost yeah. like Walmart, but upscale. Oh yeah. 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 Cool. So, so it's, um, yeah, that's like my place to go if I want to go out, but not talk to people. So I just put my earbuds in and I walk around. So I'm alone, but not alone at the same yeah, time. Yeah. No, listen, so. um, it's, it's funny. It's funny you say that because, you know, my favorite pre-lockdown, like um, just how I get sort of joy would be just going to my local cafe and just like being there amongst mm -hmm. people, but kind of being in my own bubble as well. Mm -hmm like maybe saying hi to a couple of the regulars that go in every day like I do. But apart from that, just sit there and watch and observe and actually just be in my own space, but also around other people. So I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we are like, we, I live in an area with probably like almost 10 universities, depending on how far out you want to go like it's definitely a college field area mm. um so there's all kinds of like little mom and pop shops everywhere and so I would go to there to sit and watch the people or whenever I was still in school I would go there to actually work but Target's like Target's like my little my little slice of heaven because yeah. you know they have all the cat stuff I need they have all everything I need so yeah and it's very well lit and I know that's weird to say but no no I, I understand yeah. um <laughs> everyone's got their kind of special go-to go-to places um and just that kind of yeah that make you happy <laughs> or comfortable or or whatever um so yeah yeah that brings us quite nicely on to the, the our, <laughs> our the reason that we're here um so uh, so i've no idea like i've i've like no idea if i'm gonna well i guess i need to ask your permission to keep all this preamble like on the podcast or ask yeah. you like prefer to edit it out because i've never I'm done this just, before <laughs> I, I have never done this before either so you can edit as you wish great um because I, I think you know part of the reason i'm doing this is also it's partly to capture the zeitgeist like I, I, I'm trying to describe it but also it's to connect with people like I just feel um I guess we'll get to this but I feel like especially during lockdown this has been the way that I've kept myself grounded or, or tried to um mm. and, and also like being part of a community like like I think quite yeah. a special community for me um so yeah cool cool yeah um, absolutely <laughs> Um, and if I and if I say if I, any of my questions are uh, weird or anything, just tell me and we can edit that out. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem, no problem. Any any of my answers ramble, just just because uh, I ramble. No, I <laughs> just want, let me know. I want I want people to ramble. I want to. That's part of what I want to capture. I want to capture um, people's individual individuality 
and what's drawn them <laughs> to this. And anyway, I'm, you know, I stick to the formula, David, for God's sake, right? So, um, <laughs> Jay, welcome, welcome to the inaugural podcast um, for the love of AEW, uh, my new podcast project that's probably going to last like, you know, a month or something. Um, and the idea is to catalogue um, fellow AEW fandom. And so I'd like to welcome you uh, to the podcast, Jay. Thank you. It's very nice to be here. I'm excited. So, um, Jay, uh, one of the things that one of the things I'm interested in is like the geographical like reach of AEW, and I'm guessing from your accent that you're from the US. But could you you tell us roughly where you, you hail from? And I am from Central North Carolina in the south of the US, about nine hours north of Jacksonville. <laughs> oh wow, that's a, I'm pretty that's close. A good, that's a good nine hours car journey, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm actually pretty close in the scheme of the U.S. Yeah, that's Only a exciting. Couple states. Yeah. I haven't oh. been down there yet um, uh-huh. to go to a show. I was going to wait till I was vaccinated, um, yes. which I am fully vaccinated now. And, so but for- now work is interfering, so I can't go yeah. until like August at the earliest. <laughs> yeah, it feels like um, like so many people are sort of waiting for the right time to go back Mm -hmm. to in-person shows for different reasons as well. Like I got so excited uh, last year when they like almost were starting to announce their UK visit. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like to my, my boy, my five-year-old boy, who's like, like the biggest fan. uh, I was like, we're going, we're going like, no, (laughs) I don't care what it costs. We're going. And then a couple of my buddies on Facebook and things, they were like, yeah, yeah, we're going too. <laughs> so it feels like so many of us are just like, would love to and just waiting for the right time um, until we're all sort of comfortable and safe to do so. Yeah. So, Jay, your AEW fandom, that's what we're talking about here. Um, yes. So, like, how did you end up being an EW fan were you somebody who was there watching being the elite like you know in New Japan and I know you're a New Japan fan and um, yeah you know you're a you're a total New Japan aficionado which is awesome um but yeah I, I'm, I'm I'm super interested to hear like how did you end up being an EW fan in the first place okay so I grew up watching WWF with my brother and my dad Um, And then after I moved out, I stopped watching because it wasn't as fun. Um, And then (laughs) sorry. Um, And then about 2018, um, my roommate was watching WrestleMania. Um, So I was like, yeah, I used to like wrestling. And I was Mm. like, oh, it's very different now. So I just kind of watched randomly with him. Um, And then, sorry, my cat's in the closet. I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Bastion, what are you doing? So so for for, um, like listeners of the podcast, this is Jay's like world famous (laughs) cat, Bastion, who is the subject of many of her tweets. Um, So it's pretty amazing to, to hear Bastion in near real time um because we've heard and seen a lot about him 
Yeah, if he comes over here, I'll lift. Hey, Rushy. Mother, I have four. So oh, um, I have Bastion and his brother, Rushy. That's Rushy. <laughs> Bastion cool. is still in the closet. Um, and then I have Pixie and I have Sophie, who is my new acquirement, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> my new family. Um, okay, so, <laughs> so, um, so like 2018, I kind of got back into wrestling with my roommate. And then um, the guy I'm seeing, he uh, told me all about um, AEW coming out and everything. So I did not watch um, the very first All In um, mm -hmm. or anything. But mm -hmm. once he, he was just, you know, telling me about it, telling me about it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll watch it, whatever. And so I've been watching it since day one and I have not missed a show. I just absolutely love it. So I just kind of came in with hardly any, any information whatsoever about the Bucks and Kenny because at mm. that time I was not a New Japan fan. Oh, let's see. Uh, that's I did not, yeah, I did not become a New Japan fan until this past September, actually, <laughs> for the G1. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, crazy. How did you guys um, <laughs> so um i knew of new japan i knew of kenny omega and the bucks and stuff you know i went back and watched a lot but yes. i didn't really get into wrestling proper until like aew started and then like mm -hmm. i'm super heavy into in, uh new japan <laughs> Just, mm -hmm. i like mm -hmm. the strong style um but i haven't missed an aew show yet I bought all the pay-per-views. Yep. I watched all the BTE. I went back and watched all the BTE. I don't watch Sammy's, Sammy's vlog. Sophie, honey, that's not to eat. <laughs> no. no, stop. Sorry. <laughs> She's eating my foot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, and of course they're active um, while I'm trying yeah. to do this. Stop, stop. Um, but like from... Throughout watching AEW, I went from being okay, like, this is really cool, to I'm completely obsessed. Like, I will watch yeah. everything. <laughs> like, I watch yeah. Dark. I watch Dark Elevation. I mm -hmm. watch BTE. Um, and obviously, the shows of uh, pay-per-views. I haven't got into Sammy's vlog, though. And I haven't started watching Ethan Page's vlog, just because there's only so many hours. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, but, like, I listened to, like, half a dozen podcast um which was much easier when i was working from home i'm now in the office oh hello bastion <laughs> hey baby you're famous oh <laughs> famous hey, puss. hello hey, famous baby. puss oh he's bigger than i thought he's massive he's almost 20 pounds <laughs> wow he is very large he is a he's very a large boy. cat yes but um but yeah so i've been more into new japan you know obviously and it's just seeing the forbidden door open is just so amazing for me yeah. like so oh, like all the dream matches yeah. <laughs> i think about is it. crazy but with like aew what i think i like most about it is it's um i don't know it's like I watch WWE only for the pay-per-views on mute while watching someone else live stream. <laughs> so, <laughs> and even then it's just to see what happens, not that yeah. I'm interested in the storyline. Yeah. Whereas with AEW, 
I'm interested in almost all the storylines. Like there's some care, like there's some wrestlers that I, I don't really care for, mm-hmm. but I still respect what they do. Yeah. Um, and I like Jade Cargill for me. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not into her yet, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I think eventually she'll get there, but I'm just not into her yet. She's amazing. She's gorgeous. Mm. She just hasn't hit it for me yet. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, I go week to week with who my favorite wrestler is, but it's always going to be Kenny Omega. (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) um, But, like, sometimes, like, I'm really into, like, Jungle Boy or Mm -hmm. um, Heyman, of course. Yes. Uh, But it just kind of depends on what's happening with the stories. And the stories are so intricate and Mm. they weave so well together. Like, even if AEW kind of, like, even if they have, like, a bad week, on how they're telling the story it mm-hmm. comes to fruition you know almost in spite of that bad week or that yep. that's like a turning turning point bastion what is wrong with you um so i don't know i don't know i just i love it i love it i love it i love yeah. it I think so, <laughs> so much of what you're saying is familiar to me like and i think for, for me this is why like individual uh, like things not going right and stuff like that T- to me that like AEW is completely impervious to that like for me personally mm-hmm. because it's about stuff that happened like last year like connecting with something that's going to happen tomorrow um, and I think um, I mean I know that has been said many times and, and on Glow as well I remember but it's it's a soap opera Mm-hmm. And but it's just told through a slightly different medium, um, mm-hmm. and I think there's something also about the fact that the stories are they are really simple stories, you know, it's simple stuff, but um, it's really engaging and like almost compulsive viewing. I think like it's so funny what you're saying about I've never missed a show. I have not missed a show like since watching All Out 2019. I've not mm-hmm. missed a pay per view. I've not missed an episode of Dynamite. Like Dynamite's on at like 1 a.m. UK time. Like quite mm-hmm. often I'll stay up to watch it because I'm so invested in it. Um I, I, I watch with one of my UK friends. A lot of times we're messaging each other during it. So yeah, he's always like at the end of the show, he's like, okay, it's almost four or something. That's right. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> well, the pay-per-views are a killer, by the way, mm. for people in the UK, because they're long pay-per-views as well. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Cool. No, I, I, that makes um, that makes a lot of sense to me. So, what? Just out of interest, then, what was the gap between your kind of WWF watching with your brother to oh. like, <laughs> like what was that gap? Because my my gap is a big gap, like decades. Yeah, mine is too. It's um, when I moved out of my house, it was two thousand, um, mm-hmm. and then so I got like eighteen years that I didn't. Yep. Oh, that's so funny. That, years I didn't watch. That's my gap. But like, like my last pay per view, a uh, prior to AEW was um two thousand and one WrestleMania in two thousand and one. Um, so yeah, that's funny. I suspect quite a few of the people that I'll speak to in the next few weeks will say something similar to that, or maybe the end of WCW or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. I, cool. I like I like to say all the time that I haven't watched Monday Night Raw since the nineties, and it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. true yeah um yeah I, I moved away to college and then had a crazy 20s um yeah now yeah 
and I was married in my 30s, so <laughs> I'm at the end of that. So divorced and ready to go for AEW. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, me as well. Like in my, I had kind of quite a mad 20s as well. Um, not like off the rails mad, but, you know, mm-hmm. I had a good time. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. And, um, Very happy social media wasn't a thing back then. No, no, yeah, well, quite. <laughs> yeah, quite. Um, but yeah, I think as well, it's uh, the other thing that I, I find personally is that it's it's a way of just getting a bit of relief from the real world. Like mm-hmm. um, when I feel like things, like in my personal life and stuff, are getting a bit on top of me. It's for me, it's just a great escape from that, um, oh. and a way to sort of dip into this, like. This, it's such a familiar world and a simple world, yeah. uh, but it's one that I, you know, I love. One of my cats is yelling at me, and I don't know which one. <laughs> it's hard to tell when there's four of them. Can you tell which one it is that's that's talking to you, out of interest? Um, I can kind of tell when Sophie's talking to me because she's very <laughs> chatty. Um, Bastion only usually talks in the morning time when he's trying to get me out of bed so he can have his wet food. Um, <laughs> but she doesn't really say a lot. And then Pixie, hers is a very definite. <laughs> yeah. So hers is very distinct. So, but yeah. she's asleep on the couch right now, so it's not her. It um, but the, the cats actually do watch wrestling with me, especially Bastion. Um, cool. When they I got them, it, yeah, whenever, okay, so whenever I got Bastion and Reshi, they were tiny little sausages, they were teeny tiny little furry guys, and so I would sit in, I had to quarantine them for a couple weeks before I can introduce them to my new, my cat Pixie, and so we, I would sit into one of the bedrooms with my laptop, and we would watch AEW, and he just loves it because of the lights and stuff going across the screen. He just sits and watches. So now, like, when I sit and watch AEW on Wednesday nights, or if I'm up really early in the morning watching New Japan, he'll sit with me and watch because he likes to watch the action on the screen. It's the coolest thing. Bastion is definitely all elite. Rushy, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, each to their own, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so quick fire question for you. What's your favourite AEW match so far? I know that's a really tough question for any AEW fan, but what's um, the one that stands out for you and why? For me, um, Pac versus Kenny. Oh, um, the Iron Man? Just because or? the Iron Man. Just because mm-hmm. it's my two favourites and they're just incredible together. Yeah, they but are. I would like to caveat also included in that is um, any Ray Phoenix match ever. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, um, and, yeah. and if I can if I can add one more. Um, yep. Um, Lee Johnson versus Ben Carter on Dark. That was Ooh. amazing. That's an interesting because choice. That was so good because it wasn't all, it wasn't storyline based. It was just mm. pure wrestling and it yep. was just they, the chemistry that you had together yep. was great. So sorry, yep. that wasn't one. <laughs> no, listen, you may have, you may have changed my question structure. I may be asking for a top three from now on. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a, what a great shout, like Kenny versus Pac, uh, like stunning. 
Um, was the was the Iron Man match the one where Kenny passed out to the brutalizer, or was that the first one? I I'm not 100 percent sure, honestly. Because I, I remember I, that the one where the one where Pack won. That's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite matches of all time. That's an amazing, amazing match. I love that. Yeah. Pretty much any time those two are in the ring together, it's just magic. Art. It's art. It really oh, is. Oh, it really, it really is. Art is the word I would use as well. Um, and I think I know the answer to this next question, but your favorite AEW star? Kenny Omega. Yep. Always and forever. So, what is it? I mean, there's so many. Kenny's got such a wide and diverse following, and I think he's someone who's really transformed. He's someone who I find like a really magnetic person, like not only in the ring, but just like to me, he's a complete revolutionary. Um, but I'd like to hear, like, what 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 do you think makes him so special? Like from your point of view, um, pretty much everything, like the way he tells stories in the ring, like even just the way he moves mm-hmm. is its own like yes it's just incredible it's like watching somebody like paint something yes like i can't yes. do it i can't paint for anything i yes. can sit and watch somebody and it's amazing like every mm. little stroke that he does whether it's yes. a promo whether it's some action like 69 me don i don't even care that's stupid <laughs> but i love it it's hilarious <laughs> but like every little thing leads to something else always whether it's dropped something will replace it or Mm. you know just just the stories he tells and the athletic Mm. ability he has and the way that you know the stories you hear about him behind the scenes and in person and stuff like the guy I'm seeing he's met him and Mm. he was really nice yes Um, you know granted it was pretty quick I think um but like it's just I can't keep my eyes off of him. And it's yes. not like in a, oh, he's hot, but oh, I can't see what, I can't wait to see what he does next. Um, and probably one of my very favorite storylines ever is Abushi and Kenny with the Golden Lovers. Like, it's just, even though yeah. I wasn't there to watch it, I went back and I watched everything. I read about it and you can see their chemistry and you can see all of this in the ring. So everything like is subtle but you get you feel a lot mm-hmm. more than you see and that's mm-hmm. what i think proper good storytelling is and kenny does does it so so this is i mean this is why i wanted to do this podcast that like the way the way you've just described it you you feel like you know i think you can enjoy it on different levels can't you but i i, I completely yeah you've got to the core of it with that so abushi i didn't know who abushi was when uh, Kenny kicked out of the uh, golden trigger at Revolution. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. What happened there?" And the crowd mm-hmm. went absolutely fucking nuts. And I was like, "What? What just happened?" So I had to go and like mm-hmm. Google it to find out what the hell was going on. And then I watched it again, and I was like, "Oh my god! Right? Oh my god! Like what? The- I just watched something like... Oh, got me right the feels. Yeah, kind of makes it kind of makes you get like." Even thinking about it, like, I swear, I'm having goosebumps right now. Just yeah. because it's, you know, for, for a fan who doesn't know Abushi, it was still something, like, he stopped and noticed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the fact that it made you want to go and see what it was about, it just exactly. made that story so much layered. 
Yes. And it's just I, like everything he does is like that. And I just, I he's love genius. it. He's a genius. Listen, um, I keep on thinking about Ibushi showing up in AEW. Mm. Like, I keep on thinking about it. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would actually cry if he showed up. Yeah, I absolutely would. And I would have no shame <laughs> at all in it. Um, I think if if Ibushi does come over to AEW, it's going to be one of those at the climax of the story that he's telling yes. right now. And I don't think we're yes. there yet. We're not. Yes. So it's yeah. going to be a while. Um, mm-hmm. And then with like Ibushi, you know, he's lost the belt now over in mm-hmm. New Japan. So he's not been on the show. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, Ibushi hasn't been on the road twos. He's had more than two weeks of quarantine. Is he going to show up? Oh, no, no, he's not going to show up. Story doesn't, story yep. doesn't make sense for him to show up now. Yeah, that's my no, personal opinion. If I he's there on I, Wednesday, I'll cry. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think you're spot on. I think you don't do something as powerful as that. Also, I think well, my personal view is like if the bushy comes, it's got to to pull Kenny out of his heel character. Mm-hmm. Um, like in my head, that's what I mean. I don't have a freaking clue, but in my mind, that's mm-hmm. how it's going to work. It's going to do this amazing like moment where he he sort of like turns back to being a face, but um. But yeah, wow, yeah. It's I think I think Kenny Omega is one of these guys where, even if he's not your favorite wrestler, after you've spoken about him for five minutes, you're like, actually, I think Kenny's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody yeah. like Daniel Daniel Bryan said it on a recent podcast. He said like nobody, nobody thinks like in the wrestling industry thinks like Kenny Omega. Um, he's a complete revolutionary and he'd, he'd try stuff that nobody else would even like think of trying like have you seen that like jumping jingleheimer schmidt thing that he did i have i've seen that yeah i mean like i mean i know obviously some of these indie shows and things they, they do like a lot of things outside the box but um yeah i mean wow just just the balls to even try something like that i'm in total admiration of them um so jay the next one is about 2020 the dreaded 2020 and we, we spoke earlier on about um you know the fact that like lockdown might have affected some people more than others you know professionally and personally mm-hmm. um but i guess i'm i'm, I'm asking people this question because i'm trying to capture the snapshot in time of 2021 where we're just starting to sort of come out of this weird once in a lifetime like lockdown experience and i'm really really interested to find out like how my fellow AEW fans have how's this whole lockdown like watching AEW in lockdown like for you what have you got from it and has it been particularly important to you or is it more just like it's appointment TV that you keep on doing in lockdown well for me um, wrestling has basically been like the best thing for my mental health Um, and mostly it's because of the people I interact with on Twitter about wrestling now yes. I can sit here you know by myself and enjoy wrestling but it's just it's 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 better whenever you're able to speak to others even if they're like-minded or not about it because you know sometimes other people will see things you don't see um and I really like that so there's some really great takes and there's some really terrible takes but you know to each their own <laughs> but um but for 2020 I really got way more into wrestling because I had the free time um I didn't go out I am somewhat immunocompromised it's a weird thing about I have a spine disease and it affects my immune system somewhat um 
So I did not leave unless I absolutely had to. Um, so I would go into work once a week. So that means I was working from home. Yes. Um, and since I don't really interact with a lot of students um, or other faculty and staff members, um, I listen to podcasts all day, all day. It was one, it's wonderful. So I would listen to podcasts all during the day to get caught up with everything and to listen to other people, how they react to AEW. And then I would watch AEW, BTE, and et cetera, et cetera, after work. And it was just like, almost as if my world revolved around um, wrestling as a whole, just because mm. that's what was, um, what I enjoyed. Yes. And yes. it's just great. Like, I don't have children. You know, I don't have any responsibilities outside of myself and my cats. So I'm going to love what I love. So mm -hmm, wrestling mm -hmm. it is. And it was there for me. Like, yeah. I know that sounds really stupid. No, <laughs> but no, like, not I, at all. If, yeah. If my day was overwhelming, I can just, you know, after I log off, I can just, you know, go to my personal computer after yeah. work and watch Kenny Okada and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so so you know, it's so it's, funny. Uh, it's so funny you're describing a process there that I followed almost exactly as well. So, <laughs> so in, the, in the UK, we we like really went into lockdown like big time. And I think like the UK is more of a, we have a more compliant population than the US is what I found out mm -hmm. in the last year. Um, so, so when we went into lockdown, we really did. And so my entire like working life for the last 12 months has been at uh, like a small like apartment that my in-laws own that they, mm -hmm. and they, they couldn't travel here to be here so I would leave the house in the morning walk to this apartment and like do my working life in this little tiny like place on my own um, and because I had to do I had to like step out my comfort zone quite a lot like because um, I don't really like zoom calls to be honest with you like for for my work I really don't like I really thrive mm -hmm. on like face-to-face -face interaction so I found that quite stressful like dealing with people and dealing with conflict especially over zoom i found yeah. that very difficult so for me like wrestling was like such an important like like pressure release valve mm -hmm. um and like and my routine was very very similar to what you've described like I'd, I'd do my recording my lectures or whatever and then i'd, I'd be like checking like as a what culture like raw mm -hmm. preview up <laughs> as the what culture like yeah. ew review and like like listening to those guys just talk about the stuff that I really love and then go on Twitter and have a chat maybe with yourself and a few other people um, mm -hmm. on sort of AEW Twitter. Like, honestly, like, not sure what I would have done like this year without that. Um, yeah. Absolutely That's the so, same. And the thing so, yeah. is, is like, I wasn't even on Twitter that much um, mm -hmm. until mm -hmm. the G1 because mm -hmm. like, you know, I was texting with friends and stuff who watched it here, but I didn't really enter the the internet wrestling community until the G1, whenever I started, you know, tweet live tweeting what I was watching. And before that, I don't think I had used Twitter since like a long time for like years. Yeah. I, I don't even remember why I had it <laughs> to begin with, probably from NASA, some NASA thing. Oh. Because um, I, I do watch like NASA tweets, they live tweet oh, yeah. like all their stuff. So yeah, me too. I, I, yeah. Um, but like, I'm telling you, like, I've made so many like internet friends and, you know, actual friends. I like to call them even though we've never met. But um, it's just, it's been really nice because I don't get to see my friends. 
yep. now um, a lot. And the only interaction I have with people are at you know the grocery store or work. And sure. This has been wonderful for my mental health. And yeah, you know, that's I can't what, thank, I can't I can't thank everybody enough for listening to me or chatting with me and everything. And yeah. you know what culture has been wonderful because I live on structure. <laughs> I mm. absolutely love a mm. schedule. And yes. they have a schedule. Everything is scheduled. <laughs> so I know what I'm going to do every day. And it's yes. wonderful. And mm -hmm. it is the brightest part of my day. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I listen think... to Sidjok and Hamlet. It's just, <laughs> uh, I love them. The Dadleys are amazing. They're so great. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, like one of my, like, I love, I think this Sidric, like, Hamlet relationship is, is a, it's like chef's kiss, you know, a bit like Kenny Omega, mm -hmm. like their interaction. Um, even like, you know, what, like in the early days when they were talking about Cody, and they would have these like stand up fights about Cody, and mm -hmm. I'd like walk away. I'd walk away feeling a bit jarred, like you know, like I've, I've listened to an actual like argument happening. Mm -hmm. um, but just love like, love them both. Like um, what a trio they are. Just uh, um, I think, yeah. and I think like people do people do shout them out and tell them sometimes like you guys are like amazing at your job and mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that. But I think um, there must be like a lot of people out there who are like us who like listened to those guys like every day and mm -hmm. almost like depended on them like to get through a really hard time in their lives so yeah huge huge shout out to to those 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 three in particular oh absolutely and like whenever i do watch wwe and i say i put it on mute and i watch a live stream i always watch the guys from what culture on live stream because i will watch the um the actual match but i will listen to their reaction yeah. and just i love it it's so fun yeah, yeah Wellborn is amazing <laughs> have you listen have you seen Wellborn's reaction to john moxley coming out at double or nothing have you seen that i don't think so 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 they were in the crowd Wellborn, uh, adam cleary and phil were in the crowd at double or nothing uh -huh. and there's a there's a there's a video clip somewhere on youtube i'll obviously now like link it to you after this and it is it is um who is it one of them has got their phone out and it's moxley in the ring with jericho at double or nothing and he just pans it back to wilborn and wilborn's like <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and he goes wilborn wilborn is it still a work and he's like oh it's still a work he hasn't touched them yet. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that uh, one. Oh my gosh. It's still a work. It's still a work. It's brilliant. Brilliant. It's total genius. Um, so no, one more question left, Jay. This has been a total pleasure, by the way, um, like listening to you. Um, like what is your what what's your single biggest takeaway moment like so far from AEW? Like it could be it could be a crowd reaction, it could be like something like that they've done where you felt like, you know, you felt something like felt emotional or a move or a great story. Like, like what, um, what's your single like special moment, like from AEW so far? I think the most impactful moment was whenever Cody stood in the ring alone with a spotlight um, for mm. the first COVID show. Mm. And he just went out and he talked to you at way outside of kayfabe. And he just was like, this is what's going on. This is what how things are going to change, but you know, basically, 
that one always gives me chills. Like when I think about it, it's not even, I can't, I can't tell you word for word what he said, but mm-hmm. I can tell you how it made me feel when I watched it. And it's those moments, like they, they AEW has a lot of those, mm-hmm. like with, with Hangman and Kenny, you know, whenever they were a tag team, you know, versus the Bucks, of course, and just like the little, the little moments, like there's so many little moments that whenever I think of AEW, like I think of excitement, I think of a community, um, I think of basically um, stories, mm. like when I was a kid, you know, my mom was obsessed with this one soap opera, and that's how I feel. I'm obsessed yeah. with AEW. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's stories. Too. Absolutely. Just, I love it. Uh, that's, a really, that's a really interesting <laughs> one that you picked out, like the Cody, like start of lockdown, like, you know, ch- like heart to heart conversation with the fans. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's really, really interesting one to pick out as well. Because um, I do feel, I do feel he's someone that's got a special bond with the fans um yeah. and I, I thought it was interesting very interesting like how they did that like right at the start of that show without the fans you know him and, and, and Kenny Omega sort of stepped out and said a few words as well mm-hmm. so yeah it's a, like you say there it's almost like there's so many of these special moments it's hard to catalogue them all um oh. And like, it's not even like in the ring moments, it's behind the scenes, it's like BTE stuff. Like, it's just, they, whereas WWE looks at flash and color and certain, you know, certain words that they want to say, like AEW is more focused on presenting a story that involves the audience as much as the uh, wrestlers. And that's what I appreciate the most about AEW, I think. Yeah, they're very different products at this point, mm-hmm. like in their relative timelines, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think like WWE do some things like remarkably well, but um, mm-hmm. absolutely, I, I, I wouldn't ever be, I wouldn't ever be as in love with <laughs> like the individuals no. or their journeys. And I think that's for me is the biggest reason why, like for, like WWE for me is just wrestling, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, just done really well like you know I can I can enjoy it like I, I had a great time watching like night one Wrestlemania I thought it was phenomenal Absolutely. but but I'm not you know I don't really care for the like the story arcs or the characters because I know it's not what they're good at like it's I, you know what it's even like I don't think they're even like trying to be good at it like I think they, they're kind of like abandoned it <laughs> as the bits in between pay-per-views um, yeah, AE, yeah, AEW does some stuff really, really well. Their production is really well. Like when I do the story or like the vignettes and stuff, a lot of their stuff, like the talent is amazing. It mm. really is. It's just, it's, I don't know how to put my finger on it, but it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of like going to a cookie cutter department store with, with AE or with um, WWE. Anything can fit within the cookie cutter store versus AEW is like a mom and pop shop who actually cares about the clientele coming in. Yeah. Whereas WWE cares more about how much content's going out and the look of it. And that's, I mean, sometimes you need to go to the cookie cutter big department store (laughs) for something. That's right. But it's not often. (laughs) I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I, I follow. Yeah. It's such a good point. 
like and, and they are fundamentally catering to two different they're trying to do two different things mm -hmm. so i think uh, yeah i totally agree with your analogy that's a great one but... fantastic well yeah, Jade, thank, you, thank you thank you <laughs> thank so you. so much um, thank you like i mean this has been such a pleasure like for me to talk to you and see your cats oh. Oh, <laughs> and, hold on uh, hold on <laughs> Say hello, Bastion. Say hello, baby boy. Look at those green eyes. Gorgeous. He's lovely. He's my big boy. <laughs> yeah. You're a very lucky lady. Yes, I am. My cool. cats are amazing. <laughs> well, well, thank you so um, much for having me on. Oh, no, it's a ple my pleasure. My pleasure, Jay. And um, what I'll do, my, my procedure is going to be like once I have the chat and I do my little editing bit. Because um, I'm I'm an expert editor now that I record lectures for a living online, um, and and what I'll do is I'll share that recording with you and just make sure you're you're happy with it because I think that's just like a good good thing to do anyway. Um, that's very then, kind. Oh, I think I think it's probably just a good thing to do just because I, I know that everyone's like at different points regarding like what they're happy to be shared online and things like that. So I want to respect people and and at the end of the day, it's like your choice um to sort of talk to me and i'm so so appreciative of it thank you so much for having a <laughs> chat with me yeah anytime awesome well it's such a pleasure to meet you jay like a real pleasure um thank you so much and uh yeah have a great saturday you do the same bye